The Pleasure Project with Donna Skogland, episode 94. So in the weeks around Christmas, the two weeks, the week before, the week after, is when I take time to reflect on the year and set goals for the following year. And I did this last week for myself. I took Monday and Tuesday off and I laid in bed with my laptop and I, I went through a process and it's the same process that I take my people through when they do my New Year's Day visioning retreat. So if you're in Kelowna, join me on January 1st at Pranify Yoga. But I it's it really is first a reflection of the year and looking at wins, losses, lessons learned, the experiences I had, the growth I experienced, all the things. And then I do a releasing practice and then I let myself dream and I really just let my imagination go wild and think about what I want to create and manifest in the next year. So in this week, for this week, and today is Monday, it is Boxing Day, Jan uh, what is it, December 26th. All the way through Friday, December 30th, I am doing what I'm calling goal week. And this is to help you set yourself up for success in 2023. So I'll be taking you through some of my process that I do myself, but also I want you to be aware of mistakes to avoid and myths and lies we've been taught about goal setting that doesn't work, and mindset shifts we need to make so that we can be more deliberate about how we're moving into the next year and do it with a lot of intention, a lot of clarity, and a lot of confidence. So today, I want to talk about eight reasons why you haven't achieved your goals yet. And maybe you have achieved some of your goals, but not all of them, and why you might not be where you want to be. So I have put together these eight things that I've identified through coaching clients over the last 10 years and just asking myself, okay, why am I not there yet? Why am I not exactly where I want to be? And of course, it's always a balance of being happy with where you are and knowing that where you are is enough and then recognizing there is the part of us that wants to grow, that wants more, that We'll never be satisfied, and that's not a problem. So it's always about holding in those two things in balance, in right relationship. So here's the first one. The first one is you might have no vision, or your vision about your future of what you want is very vague. It's not compelling. It's not specific. It's not tangible enough for your brain to latch onto to be able to guide you in that direction and give you specific steps and insights and ideas to help you move towards that vision. And maybe this is because you are telling yourself that you don't know what you want. And I hear this all the time, especially with my uh, women clients that are in their 50s who have come to a place in their life where they are finally looking at themselves and asking themselves this big question, okay, what about me? What do I want? I've been living my life for my family, for my job, for my partner for decades. 
I've put my needs and my desires on the back burner. I've pushed them down. I've suppressed them so, for so long that I've completely lost touch with them. And if this is you, know that you're not alone. This is very, very common. But here is the truth. The truth is you do know what you want. You always know what you want. You are just not admitting it to yourself. You're not telling yourself the truth about what you want because of fear. And that is the only reason why you are not declaring what you want and really defining that clearly for yourself and deciding to make it happen. And it's fears like, what if I don't achieve it? Then I'll be disappointed. What if I don't have what it takes? What if something bad happens? All the fears that are connected with when we think about what we want. And sometimes that the thought of what we want, our desires, there's it's almost painful because it's this deep yearning inside of us, this calling. And it's also a recognition that we don't have that. So sometimes it is painful to think about that because we can feel like, you know, it, it, it feels far away. It feels unattainable. It feels impossible. And that can create almost like a, a sadness, which then we just don't even want to think about. We just decide I'm, I'm not even going to think about that. I'm not even going to want for more. I'm just going to, we tell ourselves things like I'll I should just be happy with what I have. And yes, and be happy with what you have and allow yourself to dream. So number two is maybe the opposite. You do the opposite. You have too many goals. You try to set too many goals and go after too many goals at the same time. And you overwhelm yourself and you try to move in a million different directions, which only allows you to make a small amount of progress in many different directions instead of picking one focus at a time and making major headway. This is something that I have had to learn. I am still learning and it has been a process of every single year setting less and less and less goals because I recognize even when I set many goals, I only achieve one or two. So instead of trying to go after too many things and spreading myself too thin, I'm really working on constraining. And this is hard for me. And maybe this is hard for you. Maybe you are ambitious and there's a lot of, you have a lot of desires and you have a lot of dreams and you have a lot of goals and that's okay. However, one at a time. Number three is you procrastinate and you your daily actions and habits don't align with your goals. So whatever it is that you want, there are things you need to do on a regular basis to move you towards them. And if you are not doing those things consistently, then you will not make progress towards it or your progress will be intermittent and maybe it'll be two steps forward, one step back. So ask yourself, are you procrastinating? Are you doing the things that will lead you to your goal? Number four is you haven't made a clear decision and commitment to make it happen. Now, there's a big difference between wanting something and deciding to have it. And this is a distinction, distinction that I recognize in myself this year. And I realize that a goal that I have been working on, which is a business goal, it, it had been something that I've been wanting, but just that 
subtle distinction of moving from wanting to deciding, I hadn't really made that step yet. So for me, it really has been looking like, okay, I'm deciding to do it. What does that look like to actually decide to commit 100%? And that's a very different energy when you were all in. And when I did my pleasure project earlier this year, I was all in. It was a decision and I didn't let anything get in the way of that. Number five is you are too attached to a specific timeline or a specific how, a specific process, a specific set of steps to get there. And the thing is, we never know how we're going to get there. We only know how once we've gotten there, once we've achieved the goal, and then we can look back and see, okay, that's how I did it. But nobody can ever tell you the how. We can find 10 million different iterations of achieving the same goal from 10 million different people. And yours is going to be your own. It's going to be completely different. So when you get too attached to one how, and then that how doesn't work, then you make it mean all sorts of things like it's not possible. You can't do it. You don't have what it takes when that's just not your how you need a different how. So you need to be able to be all in on trying one how, but then if that how doesn't work, being willing to experiment and try a different how. Number six is you haven't integrated your goals into your identity. And this is huge. You need to become the person who has achieved the goal. You need to change your self-image. You need to up-level your self-concept and your identity is going to then shape your behaviors. So if you have an old identity, you have a, a past identity that's in conflict with your goal, then you will unconsciously self-sabotage yourself because you will be operating from a, a version of you that has not achieved the goal. So reinventing how you see yourself, reinventing how you think about yourself is essential. That is one of the first steps. It's one of the most important steps to achieving any goal is really thinking about who is my future self and creating a relationship with your future self and asking your future self for advice on what you need to do every single day. Number seven is you don't have an environment that supports your goals. So your environment is constantly priming your subconscious mind. Everything that you surround yourself with, everyone you are in contact with is reflecting back your beliefs. So you need to, it's, it's, this is another really, really big one. You need to surround yourself with things, people, environments, places, stuff that reminds you of who you are becoming, of where you are going, of the vision that you are living into. And then you will it's just so much easier. It's like one of the, the things we can easily influence that will help us move towards our goals. And the final one is you don't have accountability. And there's lots of studies on this. You are 85% more likely to be successful when you have accountability. And this is along the same lines of environment. I love the quote, there's no such thing as a self-made man or woman. You will reach your goals only with the help of others. So having someone that you can 
you know, talk to every single week that you can connect with, that you can talk to about your goals and check in with them and tell them, you know, where you are, what you're doing, the progress you've made, what's working, what's not working, helps you to stay on track, helps you to stay focused. So I'll do a quick recap of these eight reasons why your goals haven't manifested yet. And I want you to think about what are you missing? Why, which one have you identified is the reason? And, And there's probably more than one. So maybe write them down and see, okay, if this is one of the things that might be getting in the way, how can I solve for that? And whenever we move towards any goal, the first thing I always do with my clients is figure out what's getting in the way of it. So before we can go into what do you need to do to make it happen, you need to find out what you're not doing or what you're doing that's going against making it happen. So this is the list that will get you started. So number one, you have no vision or your vision is too vague or not compelling enough. Number two, you have too many goals and you're trying to do too many things at once. Number three, you're procrastinating and your daily actions and habits aren't aligning with your goals. Number four, you haven't made a clear decision and a 100% commitment to go all in on your goal. Number five, you are overly attached to a timeline or a specific how. You need to know that it's going to work before you start. This can show up as perfectionism as well. Number six, you have not upgraded your identity to become the person who has achieved your goal. Number seven, you don't have an environment that supports your goals. And number eight, you don't have any accountability. So stay tuned. Tomorrow I am back with mistakes to avoid in the actual goal setting process. And there is a quote, a goal properly set is halfway reached. So when we even just do the goal setting process in the most optimized way, then we have a 50% higher likelihood of being able to achieve it. So join me tomorrow for goal week, day two. And every single day this week, Monday through Friday, you will be getting everything you need to be able to make 2023 your best year ever. And I do have an online workshop that I am teaching on Friday. So join me in person on Zoom and I will be able to answer your questions in real time and help you take you through a four-step process. So hopefully I will see you there and otherwise I will talk to you soon.